college basketball with the professor for Friday, November 24th. Jake, hopefully you had a good Thanksgiving. Viewer, hopefully you had a good Thanksgiving. We're all alive, even though even though maybe a pound or two heavier, personally. I don't know about yeah. you. Yeah, uh, you know, a little too much turkey. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. We, we've started doing uh, brisket in addition to the other traditional Thanksgiving foods. It was a great addition, I think, because the, the yeah, meat, in my opinion, yeah. and maybe this is a hot take, the, the meat's usually a little bit the, the worst part, you know? So you have something like good, a good Texas barbecue brisket, and, and you can't really go wrong. Um, we've got three uh, games to cover here on this show. No extended cut today. Um with all the Thanksgiving stuff and games and football, and y'all got a lot to work on. So watch and, and, and review and, and whatnot for each bets. So we're just going to do the three games here. Uh, there they are on screen. Um, recap of yesterday. Right now, as of the time of this recording, we won the side pick. We won the total pick. Their total pick is in progress right now. Um, nothing really much to update. You know, some wins, some losses. Uh, you know, it keep keep just chugging along um but the thing of note for people here is starting on january 1st if you are not currently with us on dub club the price is going to increase but the good news is if you're with us already on dub club you get that price forever as long as you're with us so the doubly good reason for you to sign up using our Black Friday promo code is you not only get your first month for $9.99, but you lock in the $25 a month price forever going forward. So, uh, again, if you're already with us, no changes for you. Everything stays the same. Just make sure that you don't have auto renew off because if you have auto renew off, then you're not with us anymore, right? As long as you're just doing like you're normally doing nothing changes whether you're on the monthly plan the the two-month plan a three-month plan a six-month plan a four-month plan a yearly plan whatever you will get billed the same price your price never changes so if you haven't signed up be thinking about it this promo code is good through the end of november but it will not be good starting december there's only 10 of them uh so i don't know i don't know how many people are going to want to sign up but I only got 10 of them out there to use, but promo code CBB2023. I made a new QR code and the link in the show description. That'll get you your first month for $9.99 and lock you into the same price so that when prices go up for everybody else, they don't go up for you. Um, over time, we've continued to add new models. This year was the NFL model. We will add more models. We will add more player props. We will continue to add more and more and more and more. So you will continue to get more bang for your buck as we go along uh as i'm constantly looking to add new things uh so but if you're in with us your price won't change so so uh sign up using that promo code cbb 2023 uh new qr code on the screen new link in the show description for you otherwise though we'll get right into it baylor in florida according to my metric the second best game of the day baylor's Really good offensively. Florida, not bad. We faded Florida twice. It hasn't worked out. Uh, I think we're maybe done fading Florida at this point. They look like they're a, a good team. I, I feel like they lost Castleton for stretches in recent years, and they've just been like they were terrible. And all of a sudden now it's like they 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 you know they figured it out again. I guess um, you know not picking a side on this one. I think it's priced pretty well. We are going to go over 
157 and a half. We are now grading totals. I did some work on this. If you're with us on the on on Dub Club and you're in the Discord, I sent a message out to everybody on this. Uh, spend some time today while watching football, looking through, uh, kind of tearing out the picks and seeing. And sure enough, the, the the bigger differences did better than the medium differences and the smaller differences. It kind of worked like you'd hope, and we were kind of doing that last year as well. And so we're now grading totals. Uh, we stopped grading totals in football because weather was not in, in the college football model and it wasn't in the NFL model to start the season. Uh, and then on top of that, football is just, you just see like, cause you have a week to gameplay and you see more teams just randomly like, we're going to try to do this this week. And it's completely different. And in basketball, you don't tend to see that. That doesn't mean a good coach doesn't change it, but it's not quite the same. You play enough games, you kind of have a style. And so the totals are a little bit more consistent when there's ed bigger edges. They're good. This is a B grade edge. I'm not officially playing all the B grade totals, but the B grade totals have done really well. The A grade totals have just been insanely good. Uh, and I think the A grades, looking back at if I just used a certain cutoff, just kind of looked at some different things, was a sample size of over 200 games so far. And the ROI was about 10%. The B grades, uh, you know, was uh, like, you know, somewhere in the like eight, six, seven percent ROI. So, so still really good. So the B grade totals are definitely ones I think you should consider. Even the C grade totals uh, doing well for, for today's games, uh, if I had, graded them out this way at the start of the day, the C grade totals for today would have gone four and one. So even the C grade totals, I think are doing well. Totals have just done so well. We've talked about that, whether it's the bigger edges or the small edges. I think in general though, the big edges are starting to do a little bit better. They've been doing a little bit better. I think they'll keep doing better. The C grade, I don't think will quite keep doing this well, uh, but I do think the bigger ones will. Um, but I do expect the C grades to fall off just a little bit. I think, you know, a game or two here and there can kind of, Make that look a little better. All that's a B grade total here, I think, is a pretty good investment. Any of the B grade totals, I think, are really good investments. The A grade ones are just the even better ones. Uh, and we've talked over there on, on Discord about that. And you get follow up with questions on that. I know this is kind of a little bit of a, a newer thing here. We've been talking about this. What makes a big edge, right? So this has been a key discussion. Continue to ask me if you're a little bit concerned, confused, if you have different numbers. We'll talk it through over there on on, on uh, Discord. But a B grade over here is the model says 162.3. And if this number drops any, it's really flirting with an A grade at this point. We saw in the last game uh, that Florida played Pitt, uh, some late fouls in that game getting us over. A, a game that had a ton of missed free throws that probably should have flown over anyway. And so you never know when that's going to strike. But assuming that the free throws aren't terrible again, this is another game that should just fly over given Baylor's extremely good offense, Florida's got a better offense than defense and the pace, the pace will just be nice and, and fast. It's not going to be the, the craziest up and down wild pace, but it's going to be good enough pace and good enough offenses. We think this should get into the one sixties on average. Jake, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I was really surprised this line wasn't set at one sixty. just the way like I think Baylor's played one game below one sixty this year and Florida's played one game below one fifty seven. It really surprised me that it came out at one fifty seven because Neither of these teams really want to slow it down. They want, they're not, it's not like they're lightning fast, but they don't want to play anywhere near slow. Uh, but Baylor's defense, not up to like what I typically think of Scott Drew's standards. So I think they're a little weaker there. Florida's got an offense that can really pick it apart, man. And they have been hot. And their defense has shown a lot of weaknesses too. Like if you look at that Florida State game, if it wasn't for the first like 10, 10 and a half minutes, that's five, five, 10, yeah. 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 The, not not the twenty points lost or or twenty whatever it was, but uh, so Florida can really 
give it up if they need to. And the way these two offenses play, it's going to be tough for any defense to stop them at the time of the pace. I think this has a chance to get in the like 170 range. Yeah, it, it very well could. Uh, could be a tight game overtimes on the table as well, which is always fun. And or a tight game could lead to late fouls. So you got a lot of ways this can get extra points. Uh, as a Baylor alum, of course, I watched them a little bit more carefully. And we saw this last year. Interestingly enough, at the start of the season, you know, Scott Drew entering last season, more known as a defensive coach and offensive coach. I have to say some of the offenses have been good. The, the, the title winning team was really good on offense, of course. But they've always seemingly had a really strong defense other than like one random year or two last year. They didn't know what they wanted to do, and they really struggled in non-conference because they just didn't have an identity. And, I, and I, I'm on record saying that last year at the time. like They don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know what they're trying to do. They look lost. And then at some point, they kind of they tried some different things. And Scott Drew, being a great coach, used the, off, the non-conference to do that. Towards the end of it, kind of figured out, hey, we're just going to kind of give up on defense. We're going to play fast. We're going to score. We're going to outscore other teams. Defense isn't going to be this team's strength. And that's, of course, one of the things that makes Scott Drew just a fantastic coach. Is that he, he shifts from year to year, whether it's he'll shift from zone to man on the defense. He'll shift from offensive mind to the defensive. Fast or slower, he'll shift around to what suits his team. Uh, and not a lot of coaches do that. And so, again, one of the, in my opinion, one of the better coaches in college basketball. I'm thrilled to have him. Um at my alma mater, and uh, they're doing the same thing this year where they're kind of, again, they're not giving up on defense as much as they're just saying, we're going to focus on offense. That's going to be our strong suit. It's going to be our calling card, and we're going to play fast and try to outscore the other team, uh, as opposed to so many of his teams historically have been the opposite of that. They've been focused on the defense. But but you're right, they're, they're potentially still that perception of Baylor and Scott Drew, but uh, this has been almost almost a full year now going back, probably you know 11 months, obviously, take out the offseason. But uh, really, conference last year and into this year, this team – has been a high-flying team, uh, and we've seen Florida can absolutely do the same thing. So you put this team together, and I'm with you. On average, if we get to the 160s, 170 wouldn't be crazy. Uh, this should be a really fun game uh, between these two teams. Which yeah, takes us to 7 p.m. Eastern. On the, uh, the Scott Drew mm -hmm. stuff, I mean, this is a completely different team, really, too, than, than last year's team. So this is more of a style change for him than it is because Cryer and everybody else has gone and reloaded with different guards and is still running the same thing. It seems like this is more of what he wants to do, that high pace, a lot of scoring game. Yep. And maybe he thought it was more fun <laughs> than the old style. Um, Ohio and George Washington, a little bit more at the end of the radar game. We've covered uh, the, the, the two best games. I don't, actually, I don't remember if it was Baylor Florida is the best game or the second best game. The other one being Alabama, Ohio State running cover next. Ohio and George Washington, though, a little bit more of an off the radar game, but still decent quality. Two teams, around the top half, uh, kind of depending on which IA close, how you look at it, George Washington right around an average team, uh, Ohio better than average. Southern says Ohio wins this 64% of the time. The main difference being the offense is that both defenses are pretty similar. They're definitely within a margin of error of each other that I wouldn't be, I wouldn't definitively say one defense is better or worse than the other. Uh, but Ohio's offense is a thing that's the, the difference maker in this game and why they are, uh, flirting with the top 100 versus being more in the middle of the pack. 64% winner at minus 150 odds is good enough for B-grade value. Jake, just a, a PSA to the people, especially those following along with all the picks over on Dub Club. Um, you know, we've kind of been talking about a little bit. There are some subtle changes happening, some tweaks that are happening. I, you know, we obviously want to get all the grades performing right, and that's been something I've been able to do. And most every sport is that the A grades perform the best and the B grades the next best and the C and the D. And when it hasn't been, I work tirelessly to get it there. And so that's a behind the scenes process. 
that I'm not, you know, I'm not taking tearing the whole thing down, you know, restarting from scratch, but slowly trying to figure out how do we make that work because that is the easiest model to work with, run with, implement everything. So the B grades have been insanely disappointing, even more so than the A grades have been. Um, we tend to not play the B grades blindly. We tend to look at them more judiciously, but they've been a rougher set. But again, there are changes happening, tweaks happening, kind of trying to figure out what knobs do I pull or not to get to that point. Um, he, here with, uh, again, with a player-based model that's relatively new, this is something that I came out with in the middle of last season. So uh, this is the first time we've done the player-based model at the start of the season. So just trying to figure out exactly how it should be calibrated. Uh, you know, each time we do something a little bit different, I think it's a little bit better and a little bit better and, and whatnot. Hopefully we are at the point now where B grades are a little bit more trustworthy. We'll see. But Ohio at minus 150, not quite to that A grade value, not enough of a separation to just love it. But we still think that this is worth a play. Jake, tell us why. Yeah, I think if you want to look at George Washington and, and like they're undefeated and all that, and they're having a really good year. But if we look at Hofstra, which is very, very similar to Ohio um, and all their ratings and everything. Hofstra turned the ball over 15 times, and 11 of those are steals, leading the easy buckets for George for George Washington. I, I, you're not going to get that out of Ohio. Ohio averages seven turnovers on the uh, game right now. They take really good care of the ball. And they also run a lot of guards, and, it, and George Washington doesn't throw it into their big guy that they have. They have a center that averages like four points a game, and he's taking like six shots. Uh, it's just they don't use him, so it, you don't have to worry about the height mismanagement. Um, Elmore James and Jalen Hunter are just fantastic guards for Ohio. They're going to be a lot of fun to watch. Elmore does a little more of the scoring, but Jalen Hunter really makes the offensive defense go. I, I just I don't think we're going to get the same kind of game you saw at a Hofstra, where Hofstra was just handing the ball to George Washington, and they kind of lived off that. And the free throw line, both these teams, very good free throw shooting teams. Neither shoots a ton of free throws. They're not old ultra aggressive or anything. So I think if it gets down to it, whoever's ahead will be able to hold on to it with the free throws. And I think Ohio will not mess up enough for George Washington to take advantage and win. All righty. And that takes us to, at the same time, Alabama and Ohio State, uh, a potential playoff matchup in college football, in college basketball is what we'll have to settle with here on Black Friday. Alabama, according to Sideline, the fifth best offense in the country. That Alabama defense, there's been times in the last couple of seasons where the defense has actually been a top 10, I believe even a top five unit. This Alabama team gets a perception of being insanely fast and just all offense, but their defense is actually pretty good. I think the defense maybe has taken a slight step back this year, slight being the keyword. But the other thing that's interesting is that their pace has taken a step back. They're number 80 in pace. And I think that's a little bit different from the perception of what people think coming in, that this Alabama team is just going to want to play every game in the 170s and 180s. And that's been true at times in the past, especially when they play a fast team. But even last year's team, which had a high pace, if you go back and look through their scores, there's several games that are like 66-55, where they are totally fine playing a different style game. They don't have to play fast. Now, when they play the teams that also want to go fast, like Gonzaga last year, they can get to 190 points because they'll say, yeah, let's run and gun and go. But they're not going to force everybody to do that. They're kind of just going to do whatever, which is Again, I think a little bit different from the perception, but I remember last year we made a lot of money off Alabama unders, especially as the season was winding down because they were playing good defense. They weren't playing quite as fast. Everybody wanted to slow them down. 
and the market was just like, oh, Alabama, Alabama, all the scoring in the world. And it was like, they got good defense. So as good as their offense is, we're going to go under 151. Model says 147.7 should be above average number of points. Average number of points in a college basketball game in the low 140s. We do expect a quote-unquote lot of points, just not this many. This number seems a little bit inflated here because Ohio State, number 288 in pace, is really going to work to slow this down. And again, based off what we've seen from Alabama, they have no problem playing in a slower game and still think they can beat you. They are efficient. They don't need to play fast to be successful. They can play whatever style of basketball they want and be a pretty good team still. And so we're going to go under 151. B-grade pick here, a trio of B-grades. Jake, what you got for us? Yeah, I think you know that. I think the perception of Alabama is driving this total up. And they're they're not that team anymore. They're this, I mean, they're still on the faster end of everything, and they're still more, way more offensive oriented than they are defensive oriented. But the defense is very good. Um, they also this year, I think the offense might be a little overblown. They, according to Ken Palm, I'm not sure where they're at on sideline. They haven't played a defense better than like 158, which is or not good. I mean, no, no, like all those are just very averages. Ohio State is ranked in the top. 70 there and you've got them at 70 so it's a very different defense you've got a very different i've got, style I've got them at number at number 40 number 43 yeah, well, yeah sorry yeah yeah you've got like i think that is a more where they belong than the 60s whatever that kim palm has they are very solid team thornton and zed key are really good players they're gonna be a lot of fun this should be a very tight game but i think it's going to be a much more much slower game and a much more like each possession is going to matter a lot and be very valuable than it is going to be up and down and running gun, which you kind of need to get in the one fifties. I think this is going to be much closer, like 140, 142 kind of thing. Last year, Alabama finished with the third best defense, according to Ken Palm, but fourth in tempo. And that's kind of what we're talking about that they play fast, but they also had a really good defense this year. Their defense a little bit further behind Ken Palm actually has their offense this year at number one. So he's really high on this offense. I've got them down at number five, uh, but we still believe in this uh, Alabama offense because of what they've done. But even he's got Alabama's tempo pace, whatever you want to call it at 79. So right around where I've got them. And the idea here just being that when you go from number four to number 80, that says a lot that's going to really limit the number of possessions. And as good as the offense is, uh, it's going to be to get into the 150s. This is a game where teams are just going to have to hit their shots. And it absolutely happens. You never really know when a team's going to get hot. And, you know, team shoots 40% from three, shoots a lot of threes. It's like the game's going over. It doesn't matter what you do, right? Or, or conversely, if a team shoots 20%, shoots a lot of threes, it's going under. And it doesn't really matter what you can do, right? Or you're going to lose that side too. So we always talk about with college basketball specifically that, you know, you're going to have a third of your bets that it doesn't matter if you have the right side or not, you are going to win because one team just showed up and neither didn't have a third of them. You're going to lose because one team showed up and one did it. That's if we're playing the spread. It's that middle third that we're talking about. And the thing is ahead of time, you don't know which is which, right? So, so ignoring those just weird things happen. That's where we're kind of talking about. If this game lands in the middle third, where the total is in play and it's not one that just teams got hot or teams got cold and we cruise to a win either way. Uh, this number seems a little bit inflated because Alabama just not quite driving the pace like they were before. Uh, a great example of this is cousin Jerry and I yesterday uh, had the Butler Florida Atlantic over. 
it didn't matter what the handicap on that was. The over happened. That was an outlier event. Like no one saw quite that many points coming. And those are the type of things it happens. It's more fun when you're on that right side of it. But I'm not going to sit here and say we saw whatever that was, 170 points or whatever that happened in that game, that that was easy to see coming. It was just those teams just got hot, you know. And again, you're going to have a bunch of wins like that and a bunch of losses like that. The wins are obviously more fun than losses. But what we're focused on is when the number is reasonably close, that's when the price matters. And again, your goal as a sports better, honestly, should be for every hundred bets you make, try to just flip two or three of them. That can really make a big difference. And so we think that this number is inflated under 151. It's a good pick. If it goes up, at some point it gets a little bit better. Maybe put another half unit, another quarter unit, on something like that. Uh, but if it drops, as we're always talking about, we want to be price sensitive. I'm not saying I wouldn't play it under a number like 149, but we've lost a little bit of value. And, and that might be one that flips. We don't know ahead of time. If we knew ahead of time, we wouldn't be here. So we just want to make sure we're being as smart as we can, just in case it's one of those that we can flip from a loss to a win by getting a good number. Again, always shop around, try to get the best number possible. Uh, but this, according to the model, is more likely to stay in the 140s than get into the 150s. Jake, any parting words for the people as they eye the recap? Look, look that Dub Club for the NFL, I mean, is worth it alone. We're just absolutely killing it right there right now. And then even this, even for today, we got Dallas covering easy. And I think that, I think you even had the over for that. And that, that happened easy. And we've talked about doing a teaser with Dallas and San Francisco. And that seems to be going pretty well. Uh, I know we're, I think they're in the fourth quarter still, but the NFL is just making all the money. You're making money left and right over there for, with all the different sports going on. It's worth way more than $10 a month. Yeah, absolutely. The NFL shows, we've given a bunch of free picks, gave that one out uh, already. we got two more picks over there if you haven't watched the NFL show yet. Uh, last week was great, starting off this week great. And again, all the extra info, uh, grades or numbers required to meet certain thresholds, what the total should be, what the spread should be, what the money line should be, what the model says about everything, all the information you possibly could use to be a better, better. And again, access to our Discord chat. We get people asking each other questions, given other picks, other opinions, aside from mine and other sports as well. A lot of great things happening over on Dub Club. And again, under a dollar a day, lock in the lower price now before the new year hits and do it with this Black Friday promo code 999 for your first month. Again, that promo code CBB2023. That code is good until the end of the month. And again, be one of the first 10 to lock that in. Don't delay. Act today. Uh, otherwise, I don't know I always feel like saying that. Um, otherwise, uh, we will let the music take us on out, and we will see you again tomorrow to cover Saturday's college basketball.